Hello and welcome to today's Here's to Your Health podcast. I'm Don Lentzman, Executive Director of Marketing and Development at Crawford County Memorial Hospital. My guest on the podcast today is Jill Kirsch. Jill, Jill is an ARNP. You know, if I could talk today, that would be helpful, but Jill is an ARNP here at CCMH and uh, her specialty is gerontology. And gerontology is the is medicine for people who are a little older, like me. And so it's good to have somebody who's, who's well qualified in that. And we're talking today about healthy aging because uh, September is Healthy Aging Month. And Jill, thank you for joining me today. You're welcome. Thank you for having me. Let's start by just talking about, <clears throat> you know, we, we, we um, I, I saw the phrase the other day, aging gracefully. And I thought, you know, that's a really nice phrase, but I, it, that's, hard, that's a hard thing to do. So there are certain things I think probably we need to pay attention to. And one thing is exercise, because when you get older, that's one of the toughest things to get to. Right, right. <clears throat> and you know, when you talk about also aging gracefully, I always like to tell people that aging starts even when we're younger, but there's never too old of a, of a time to start exercising. In fact, all the research shows that people who start exercising at a later age have great benefits in reducing their risk for heart disease and um, high blood pressure, diabetes. So it's never too late to start exercising. I think that's one big thing to point out. Uh, a lot of people sometimes just think, well, I'm too old to exercise, and that's never true. Yeah, so You know, the other thing that comes up, uh, and this is kind of beside the point, but one of the other things that comes up a lot of times is people say, well, I'm not well enough to exercise. You know, my back hurts, my legs hurt, my arms hurt. I mean, what would you suggest for that for that sort of a situation? So there are exercises that can be done sitting in the chair. Um, they're very easily done. So uh, if you are not able to be physically active as far as going outside and walking or going to a, a gym, and you don't even have to go to a gym to exercise. There are many things that you can just do in your own home that are exercises. I know when I do a lot of nursing home rounds and they have daily exercises and patients are gathered around and they do flexibility and stretching exercises. And those type of exercises help to make us more limber. They help to make our joints move better so we have less stiffness, less risk of falls. Um, balance exercises are very good to do and you know, those don't require a lot but they also help to help prevent falls and preventing falls helps to reduce our risks of fractures. So, so that's are, very important. Yeah, so there are a lot of low impact things that we Correct. can do that will help us to maintain our, our movement and our range of motion. I think that's a good and important point. And that leads right into the next thing we want to talk about and that is, um, you know, one of the things that we talk about is weight and, and realistically that is something that does contribute to our health care, but probably we don't need people to be rail thin, let's just say that. I, I agree. Um, I think that uh, everybody has probably what should be their own recommended weight, and I think the best person to discuss that with is your provider, your healthcare provider. Um, I was just telling Don about having family members uh, who were extremely thin, and in, as they aged, they became very frail. And I had a grandmother who was a hearty lady and she lived to 101. So I really think that finding a happy weight for, uh, a happy healthy weight for people is important. Um, we do know that obesity and being overweight can lead to health problems such as diabetes, uh, stroke, heart disease, hypertension. So I really do think it is a very important thing to monitor and watch. But I agree that uh, there that 
people should talk to their healthcare providers to see what, what a healthy weight is for them. That's good news for a German like me. <laughs> Because I'm one of those hearty people that you're talking about. My guest on the podcast today is Jill Kirsch. Jill is an ARNP, a nurse practitioner here at CCMH, and her specialty is gerontology, and we're talking about Healthy Aging Month for Seniors. And we've talked a little bit about exercise and weight, but now we want to talk a little bit about diet, because that's also an important consideration. Correct. Um, I know... Over, over time, a lot of folks, uh, as they've grown up, especially the population that I take care of, the older population, they've been a meat and potatoes type of uh, eater. And uh, those people tend to have more increase in their BMI or their body mass index. As uh, over time, it kind of seems to accumulate, their weight does. Um, we're finding that the healthy eaters, the ones who generally eat high fiber foods, whole grains, low-fat dairy products, fruits, uh, non-white breads, um, vegetables, less processed foods, uh, do better as far as with their nutrition and not having the excessive weight gains. So I, I try to uh, counsel patients and I think the good thing is is to try to include those things in the diet. I know as you age, people live alone and it's harder sometimes to have access to those foods, but. I really think that the more fish, chicken, and turkey we can eat, avoiding processed foods, I really try to try to have people not buy the convenient uh, frozen foods. Those are really high in sodium, and a lot of folks don't need all that extra sodium. It can have a lot of negative effects. So um, fast food is another thing I really think that uh, we're all living a very busy life, but as much as you can try to avoid eating fast food and or if you make healthier choices with fast food, I think those are the things that are important um, for our nutrition and trying to to um, stay healthy. So maybe just a few tweaks in our diet as opposed to a wholesale change. Sure. Okay, I yeah. think I can do that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and that's one of the last things we want to talk about today is the mental aspect of, of, of healthy aging. And uh, I think that's, you know, part of it for a lot of folks is understanding that, for instance, in my family, uh, there's a real history of dementia. Uh, my mother was diagnosed with Alzheimer's, but her parents both had a dementia. And I think that those are always the kinds of things. I mean, I think I could put up with a lot of other stuff, but the dementia part of this really scares me. Uh, so. There are some things that we can do, though, from a mental aspect that help us retain our mental acuity, and let's talk about that for a minute. Definitely. Uh, the more we keep our mind active, the more we help to keep sharp in our mind, and that includes staying active, reading, um, participating in activities, playing board games. Um, Exercise helps to also uh, improve memory. Um, the other things to think about is um, memory sometimes can be related to de uh, depression. And the, act the more active you are, the less likely you are to be depressed and there therefore more, more likely to have some memory changes. So as much as we can keep our minds stimulated and active, it, the better we do in the long run. Excellent advice, and I'm going to do that. My guest on the podcast today is Jill Kirsch. Jill is uh, an ARNP, a nurse practitioner here at CCMH. Her specialty is gerontology. We're talking about 
Healthy Aging Month for seniors, and uh, that's what September is, is Healthy Aging Month. And Jill, one of the last things that we want to talk about today is, you know, there are some things that we can do uh, that do require us to avail ourselves of the hospital and the clinic, but there are things that I think will help us to be able to monitor our health in a way that will help us to do that healthy aging. Yes. Uh, One of the things that I really like to focus on is having my patients come in for routine examinations and routine screenings and uh, Medicare, which I typically deal with, offers a Medicare annual wellness visit and I really encourage all patients to look into whether their own insurance may have a benefit for annual wellness visits. The other thing too is there are a lot of screening tests that I like to um, have patients participate in. For the women, I like to have mammograms, have them have mammograms and bone densities. Uh, blood work and the hospital offers an annual or a um, wellness that uh, includes uh, a multitude of blood tests that really help to keep folks on the right track and keep them well. The other important thing is routine eye and dental exams contribute to wellness. Um, There's just a, a variety of things that we can offer during the wellness visits at the hospital when they come to their providers, the Medicare wellness, that are screening for potential problems that may cause them issues down the road. I think that's, that's excellent advice. Uh, I think one thing that we can do, if, we, if we're really advocates for our own health care, one thing we can do is take our advantage of those kinds of things that are already being made available to us, whether it's through Medicare or some other health insurance provider, and the services that we will offer here at CCMH that actually are very inexpensive and that uh, anyone can take advantage of. I, I agree, <clears throat> totally. So. My guest on the podcast today has been Jill Kirsch. Jill is an ARNP, uh, a gerontology specialist here at CCMH. We've been talking about Healthy Aging Month. My name is Don Lintzman, Executive Director of Marketing and Development at Crawford County Memorial Hospital. We care for life.